All right, guys. I have a high degree of confidence <laughs> that the opening is going to only play once this time. What? Don't. Nobody move. <laughs> Nobody move. It worked. <sighs> what did you do differently? So I had to, t- I took the, so the problem is, if you're wondering what's happening, it's not that the thing is, it's, so it's looping when it's not supposed to loop, and also the stop playing button is not working every time. So I, every time I would hit it and it wouldn't go, it wouldn't stop the, the music fast enough. So I made a version of the music with a long silence after it. <laughs> nice. So it was still playing, but no one could hear it. That's really smart. That's a good way to do it, man. If no one can hear that, it, is it still really playing? Go, 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 ghost. It's just going to start in the middle. Yeah, we're going to. Also, that is why they call us the Technically Flawless Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to Pack Your Mics, an incredibly professional podcast about Top Chef from the creators of Read It and Weep. I'm so excited. We have. Um, well, we have a significant portion of the panel back this week. Hooray! Oh, like in, in the mid 80%, I think, right? We do, yeah. yeah. Well, although we had, last week we had, I would say almost an abundance of Sarah's. Oh, and this week we've gone a bumper crop. to a dearth. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, feast and famine with Sarah's, I guess. <laughs> <That's how it laughs> is. Yeah, the bumper crop uh, used up all the nitrogen, and now the soil is spent. No Sarah's this yeah, season. So we did rotate yeah, you got to rotate out. your Sarah's to ensure biodynamic. <laughs> It makes way more sense. So uh, I'm Alex. This is Megan with me here in Portland. Hello. And Ezra is down in California alone this week, but good enough. <laughs> yep. And uh, so our our wonderful returning panelists in Brooklyn, New York, it is Chris and Tanya. How are you doing, guys? Hey, hey good to be what back. What it do? How was your binge to catch up with the season? This has been a Top Chef rich week. Yeah. Uh, it, it was delightful, actually. Um, so we just, due to holiday travel and a ton of work craziness and just other stuff, just haven't had time to watch any Top Chef until now. And so this week, we caught up like two episodes a night uh, for the past few <sighs> nights and uh, and just caught up. But I remembered how much I freaking love Top Chef. Yeah. It's been and how weird. excited I am to be back in and talking with you guys. So... Hooray. We could be more excited to have you back. So what's your feels dump about the last few episodes besides just general love of the show? Well, let's see. I, I, you know, I think for me, um, I was a little leery of the, the rookies versus returners and to see, you know, how that would mesh well. And, you know, is it just going to be all returners by the end or, or whatnot? But I think a, a lot of the quote unquote new chefs to the to top chef have been doing really great and i have uh, a lot of fondness for some of the ones that are that are still in it so I, nice. I i think the overall quality is really good we've already had two things that have been the best that they've had in all of top chef like the best overall meal with the head-to-head yeah, thing it's almost like and the them best calling something the, yeah it's almost like them calling something the best on top chef is uh, losing its meaning a little bit Oh, I've just been really excited for everyone whenever yeah. that happens. Yeah. I guess I'm still, I'm reacting like BJ does in the background when he like, he's <laughs> just like, what? Oh! Like, he just looks like a big Muppet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but overall, so, pretty good season. Tanya, who are your, uh, do you have any like tops right now? Uh, I'm a big fan of Jim. Yeah. 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 I'm feeling a lot of feelings about Jim most of the time. Uh, and I would gosh, go so say universally beloved on this show. Yeah, right? and then any gym dissenters? No, no problems with Jim. Can't yeah, tell what the Sarahs would have said, but 
Yeah. <laughs> He's just so full of uh, just joy, but also like so supremely on top of his shit. That, like, yeah, but I his personality him, like, is so corny as well. Oh, like, it's just great. He's, He's just a wonderful balance of like skill and also cheese. And I really love that. Yeah. I was super uh, worried of him in the first episode. Had he not brought the skill, had it been cheese and then it, like if he hadn't backed up his cheese with like, I guess in this metaphor, crackers. Um, Back up short, that cheese. Yeah, <laughs> then I would up. have been really frustrated with him. But being that talented makes the cheese so charming. It's very endearing. Yeah. Uh, and then you know, I love I love the ladies. I love Shirley. I love uh, Brooke and uh, you like Casey? Casey. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm Ooh. I'm feeling all of those ladies quite quite a bit. Yeah. How do you feel about Sheldon? Sheldon. Oh. Um, I'm worried. <laughs> yeah, poor Sheldon. His body is falling apart in front of us. I mean, I just, I just, Mr. Faceplant really freaks my, freaks my stuff out pretty bad. You, you're worried that maybe of anybody, he was, he's the most, one most likely to not survive this season of Top Chef. I just, you I mean, uh, other than Amanda, who might have just like ran into a knife and like in the kitchen. Amanda, for different reasons, but man, Sheldon Ooh. is. Just so, and he's he's always grinding it out, playing through as he mm-hmm. crumbles yeah. in before our eyes. But okay. then whenever he's like not talking directly to camera, he just looks so pained and like yeah, yeah. his near constant smile has looked less and less genuine episode after episode. <laughs> all right, yes, this is all true, but I think like I was okay, so I was really worried uh, after the episode before last, I guess, sure. uh, when we saw like the like, the the preview, it was like, oh man, Sheldon goes down, and yeah. like that was some elves, you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. true. I just like I I'm I'm feeling extra sensitive. I'm concerned that like we're gonna have some sort of challenge where it's like now build a concrete plinth on which to serve your dinner, and like Sheldon's gonna have to like, or, like the Paul all... Peak challenge where they just had to like sledgehammer a big brick of ice for yeah. like an hour. Oh, so like oh I don't know what could possibly go wrong. Sheldon, you do it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they've had like these really physically demanding challenges ever since he got hurt. Like yep. the one, you know, they had to lift that whole pig and, and, it, then and his team didn't this, even like, let running him take challenge. it easy. They really yeah, weren't was... like, Sheldon, please don't. They mostly were like, yeah. I don't know what could go wrong. Well, he was also super gung ho about roasting the pig. He is, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah. Also, in his run, his fall today, his like, moo, 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 fall that yep. uh, the elves made uh, as cheesy as Jim's personality. Um, it was even though he's falling apart, he did trip over absolutely nothing. Yeah, he did come around a corner, lost his feet, took another ten steps to catch himself, and then went down. It was a pretty, it was a fall of a person who I'm not, who's probably not going to die today. Yeah, no, no. And he did true. fall with enough forward momentum that he didn't go straight down. He sort of slid. Yeah, and, I mean, yeah, yeah. Should, yeah, we're all, we're, like a- we're all fine. Well, I mean, should should that be like like you know like with martial arts? Should you just they learn how to fall first in um, like this other person, <laughs> Top Chef? I mean, it does seem like, especially with Amanda, that the first lesson at CIA should be how to take care of your back when you're cooking. Take care and of I'm your back. Say, yeah, make friends because no one seems to be great at that initially. But this it definitely cooking seems like it's hard on your back because Amanda had like six back surgeries and Sheldon is clearly getting ready for his second. Well, it's one is of those it? uh, jobs where you're on your feet all day, every day. And if you don't have good posture or your back is uh, has some issues, that could be a real, you know, yeah, problem. I mean, don't take care. Don't ca- take care of your body until it's yelling at you. That is. Yeah. yeah. Is it OK to fuse things together? Is that a good way to fix things just generally? I, I never know if that's a serious way or it's like, oh, good for you. You got that solved. I mean, oh, you mean when people have like they fuse discs? 
Yeah, yeah. She's, it depends she's, she's on okay. what's going on. I thought you meant like the... gluing Sheldon to Amanda. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I'm just across the board. It's using a good way. Should I solve everything with a fuse? Let's only talk about that as the solution from now on. That is the funniest <laughs> and best. I, one of the, we could just break one of them down for parts, fuse them into the other one. No. I think it's not a bad idea. No. No, no. That's it's like you a suggested, green Chris. again. <laughs> Amanda's going to try to put ketchup and cheese in there. Uh, I uh, uh, well, so besides the fall, uh, let's uh, get into this quick fire, you guys. So today, for season fourteen, episode six of Top Chef, the quick fire is ship captain, surgeon general. Yep, that's. I want mo- more like that's elected. I'm assuming, right? He really puts the general in surgeon general. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, you mean a- appointed? Yeah, or whatever. I think it's that? appointed, not elected. I do yeah, not believe that anyone not voted. Yeah. I don't remember voting it's for Not my surgeon general. <laughs> okay. Uh, Did well, you get around to your research of what the surgeon general actually does? Well, I've been doing it while we've been talking, and so it's not very good research. I'm going to guess um, But it, he is, um, surgeon general is part of the military, as far as yep. I can tell. So, and, and I was just like, why why do they have to be a general? But it's, you know, historically it was part of the US Marine Hospital Service, the precursor to the US Public Health Service. So um anyway. Yeah. Uh cool. yeah. But what is his in practical terms, uh, is his job just making public appearances and being like, you guys should eat healthier? Yeah. I mean he's generally isn't he the principal like medical He's's advisor generally. for policy? <laughs> and like it's I, sort of it's surgeon general specific. the way there's an attorney general it's it's not you know it's not like they have to be a general you're saying if there's a a war between surgeons and attorneys neither of these two are going to fight right no 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 they're going to find some way to to do some malpractice litigation to come out ahead in the end he seems like a nice dude who cares about health he does he cares about health and and people eating better and emotional well-being and, and mental health in this country which is such a big deal so that's why he made the man with a back injury run around and grab ingredients <laughs> one by one. <laughs> um, he uh, tweeted uh, and uh, listen, friend of the show, Brian, forwarded along to us a photo of the Surgeon General watching with his other military buddies in full uniform. So, oh, they're Aww. so happy. This is the most adorable photo. Yeah. They, oh, buddies. He also looks like a big dweeb. And I, oh, I yeah. Him. Wow. Yeah. I haven't heard that word in a long time. <laughs> hmm. do you like it are you glad to have it back i don't know i just feel uncomfortable okay <laughs> they, they he's, are... like an, he's an official it seems kind of intense to call him a dweeb yeah they've got their little little no, sticker look how happy they are oh no <laughs> everyone oh jeez. so he also... so, uh the official user in general vivek Murph- murthy is has an md and an mba dang i feel yeah. like you could just can you just like sort that to MDBA? Yeah, sure. you could combine them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then right. you wouldn't have so Mostly many he, M's. He just mm-hmm. goes by MDMA. No. MMA. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just say goodbye to the riff? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Apparently, that's, oh, I didn't realize that was a power that Tanya has. Escape but, the yeah, Riff Island, no. starring me. <laughs> <laughs> So the Surgeon General comes in, tells everybody uh, a three-part quickfire. Part one, you're cooking uh, comfort food, but you're making it healthy. Part two, you're taking food with meat in it and making it not have meat in it. Part three, you have to run up to eight feet each way 
over and over and over again. It could be 80 I, feet. It was cool. It was like the shuttle run, which I did really well in in sixth grade. Oh, so, you did? Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's about yeah. acceleration. It's a good job. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the, so, so the, the, instead of just grabbing a hotel pan and filling it with crap, you had to go back and forth to the kitchen for each time you got one ingredient and it was unclear. They were so out of breath, but it seemed not that far. So, I mean, most of them smoke, it sounded like, and don't exercise ever. So it's kind of hard to tell. I mean, well, they yeah. also didn't have a lot of time to cook, yeah. and so they had to do it real fast. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's sort of, yeah, it's 80 feet really like a, for, for us. Oh, go ahead. Hotel pans are like a, a serious crutch. I think we need to recognize that like we've been relying on hotel pans for way too long, you know? So, yeah. yeah. Too much no. faith has been placed in them. Yeah. <laughs> Plus you have to like dodge around the other people who are running. It's a lot of... Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. behind. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, uh, let's see. Who was it? Jay said that he thought this quick fire was a gift to Megan and I specifically because we were so put upon during that watch a whole pig get dismantled last week that today they gave us our vegetarian challenge. Mm-hmm. And we were so excited. We were like pens ready as they were going to update these comfort foods for vegetarians. And we were so excited to cook all of these dishes. And then they showed us nothing. Yeah. We got no information on what they were doing. We didn't see the final result of half the dishes. I have no idea what just happened. I saw the running was pretty good. Yeah, what was in them? Tofu, tofu and bell pepper, pepper, onions. There was a side salad. Side. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, that's that's what comforts vegetarians. Just yelling side salad at them. <laughs> yeah, no, it brings back me- bad memories. Actually, I like it because I like thinking that I've got my main salad, but I've also got my salad on the side. Oof. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, this is Man, I feel like everyone's really on board with my riffing today. It makes me feel very. Com- Read the room. <laughs> Tough crowd. Um, yeah. So I like, for example, the chicken fried steak is one that which uh, our buddy Jim was making out of eggplant. I would love to know what actually that is like i don't know what it how it is i don't know i mean we can just guess right it's it's just crunchy tofu every single thing you got there was just crunchy tofu in one form or another eggplant Uh, yeah you're right we we learned almost nothing it was mostly because all the running back and forth was much better tv than watching the chefs actually good tv yeah. yeah and vegetarian food is not popular i was just sad i thought this would be for us yeah well, they didn't. They didn't have. I felt like there wasn't time. I guess, but it, and that was just. I felt. On it. And then I remember we'd watched forty-five minutes of running and falling in slow motion, and that's oh, where yeah. the time I went. Bet if we hadn't had that slow motion fall, you could have gotten all the dishes. You could in have there. gotten full recipes on every quick fire dish. Does uh, <laughs> Does Bravo TV site have recipes for any of that stuff? They typically only do the elimination challenge food, right? But even yeah. then, it's more a list of like it's components, not really. I really don't want to go to Bravo TV for a second time this week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. That um, is not a fun site to use. Uh, the uh, the one that we got a decent amount of was Katsuji, who made spaghetti and meatballs, where the spaghetti was zucchini and the meatballs was zucchini. Was also and zucchini. Like what? Sh- shockingly, that didn't taste like much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> zucchini, nature's most flavorful vegetable. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, it we, didn't seem like he did much with it. He's like, well, the new the quote unquote noodles. I used a spiral cutter. So we actually were we were gifted a spiralizer for Christmas this year. Mm-hmm. Nice. What and have you we spirographed? 
nothing yet, but have you guys had like vegetables spiraled into noodles before? Yeah. My, all of the reviews I've heard have been negative. Have you had a good one? Oh, it's, I mean, it's been fine. I've had some pretty good one, but I forget what it was. And like, it was, it was, it was cooked so that they were a little firmer than just sort of limp veggie. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited. I think. Yeah. You can, you can just. it'll be okay, Alex. I think. No, no. I was just, I was, I was looking for advice. I was wondering like, what have you had spiralized that was delicious Uh, so that we could make something. (laughs) I think it's a fun way to eat apples. Yeah. (laughs) It takes a lot longer. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. Uh, back for the as far as the challenge goes, I'm also always a little frustrated with healthiness challenges where they're like vague because they're so vague. It's like you have to make this generally healthy, and then there's no like, well, yours had cheese and yours didn't. That's an advantage. It's just like, well, oh, yeah, you yeah. fry something. Like where? At what point do you draw a line and say like, well, you just kind yeah. of fried it though? Yeah, and if the end judge criteria is general tastiness. And everybody, the standard is like restaurant food tastiness where everything is like tons of butter and salt and oil and fat. Anyway, yeah, like kind of hard to... Also, the, so the winner though was was Jamie's uh, Sloppy Joe, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jamie, had, he, he said it was for his three-year-old or his child who has been a vegetarian since he was three. Yeah. Yep. Which I thought was a pretty young age to be reading Peter Singer. I thought that was badass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his kid sounds like a, a cool kid. I mean, his kid sounds like he's probably annoying at parties. I know from experience, but good for <laughs> no, you're, him anyway. You're, you're, you're great, I Alex. will say, I think this is the to me having these kind of stringent rules during a non-intense quick fire is a little bit pointless. Like when you have, you know, like there's criteria for like how the thing is going to get judged, and then really it's just Podman like a guest being like, "No, yeah, that's pretty good." Yeah, like mm-hmm. it's just yeah. a little weird to be like it needs to be healthy, it needs to be this and this and this, and then at the end, like those things don't generally come back in a really strong way. Where it's yeah. like, oh, this was fresh, good job. <laughs> yeah, and like all the people I, who didn't do it, it's not. It's sort of like, oh, okay, bye. Also, they like yeah, they tripled up on the challenge. If it had just been like you have to run aways, and that is getting you in shape, and this person who is in uniform will be impressed by that. Yeah, that might have been enough. I mean, I actually do like, I mean, because I think it's much more akin to like the way most people do resolutions where you get a lot of lofty ideas and you try to do them all at once and, and you end up on the floor, right? Like, it's a genuine <laughs> challenge. It's a great yeah. You just end up, on, you end up on Netflix. And then, uh, actually, the only person who I thought like actually like embraced that running part of the challenge was Emily, right? Bad attitude. Because she was like, um, it's great because every time I jog back, I try to figure out how I'm using that ingredient I just got. So yeah. she was actually. She has like 20 seconds to think. I sort of, yeah, I sort of liked that as like a surprising benefit of the challenge. But Emily drives me bonkers. Can we give her a different nickname? I feel like bad attitude isn't descriptive enough. Can we call her like maybe like bad to the bone or like other kind of bad bad accessories? (laughs) Sorry, Emily. (laughs) I'm sure you're totally nice, but you always seem stressed out and I hate your watch. Huh. I haven't noticed her watch. I, I called bad watch. I like calling her bad attitude because she said at the beginning that she's got such a bad attitude, and then I thought in general maybe it's because of the way she sold it. She hasn't had. She's had a pretty like professional, decent attitude so far. Yeah, oh, guys, yeah. everyone should promise over deliver. Wait, yeah. wait, wait, this is important. Everyone needs to bing bad watch right now as a phrase because you get us some pretty good watches you can buy. Oh no! We'll wait. I feel like I've already established myself as someone against ugly watches. I think yeah, no, actually get behind it. this one. I'm gonna. It's it's a what? cat. It seems to be. Yeah. No. Here. 
This one's uh, a swastika. Are you into that? Nah, that's no. too bad. This was this was a cat Spoiler. knocking off. Like my knocking thoughts over. on googling things being the show are known. <laughs> right? Oh man, some of and some of these are also great watches. I mean, like the like fifteenth picture is uh, Apple watches, and then like the twentieth no, is. I don't like those though. I'm not crazy about them either, but it feels like like thi- like this one's got a swastika on it, so it just feels like uneven. It's not the list. same category of bad. Yeah, yeah. And this, this is Timex with like the Weekender, which is a great looking watch with just like a kind of bad band, but not a hugely bad band. Mm. Also, this is a picture of Wolf Blitzer. I feel like maybe <laughs> this is not super helpful. You're Emily right, also has a thumb ring, which I am not into. Sorry for everyone. Do you think that hurts rings? her flexibility and grip strength in I the don't kitchen? I understand. Does she just like remove all of her stuff when she gets into cooking mode or like what happens there? I guess we can call her bad watch. I'm fine with that. So you've convinced me and maybe she's wearing a fitbit i don't know i just like every time i see her gesture i'm like oh why what so what okay wait can i get one kind of press tanya on this one one thing yes sure please. get in there what is an accessory she could add without taking off anything else no. that would maybe make this work for you no <laughs> gloves i don't know <laughs> <laughs> all right how high up and what color elbow <laughs> opera length opera length <laughs> <laughs> cool so future glove Actually, wear no, that's so gross yeah, that would be <laughs> really especially with a big ugly watch under it oh, i man. think it's absolutely what's happening now we'll, we'll write in we'll tell emily that she's to wear opera gloves no, and no, we're all be on board she's a totally reasonable person and I, I you know no no shade i just i just that was my judgy knee-jerk reaction i I call her bad attitude still out of not shade. I actually have it like I think her and John both have hand have under promised and over delivered so far. I think they've yeah. done a really nice job. Katsuji um, though, right on brand. Yeah, yeah. right on. Oh yeah, that was that's the big question. Let's get you guys' feels up your feels dump date um, mm. since you just binged it. Where do you stand on the question of Katsuji? Are you for or against him being allowed to continue being on TV? Oh, um, his his sloppiness has always stressed me out. I don't find his personality quite as grating as I think it must be in person. Uh, from the reactions of the chefs, I think from the edit that we get, it's not as bad because we don't see the full conversation of him just needling and needling and needling. But it definitely seems like he's uh, not fun to be around. He doesn't take mm-hmm. cues well, which I you know, yeah. that's that's a really terrible thing, especially in these like you know, sleep-deprived, fraught situations where people's emotions are, you know, really right on the surface. Yeah, where people around blades and fire are on their last nerve anyway. Yeah, it's not a good time to just keep pressing your, like, tactless point. Like, that's a really, that's a really poor choice. But that being said, like, the He's cooking well. Yeah, the thing that stresses me out about him most is just that, like, he doesn't know when to stop adding stuff to a dish. And, like, that's something that, like, I feel like will take care of itself in due course with this competition. I don't think he needs to, like, exit prematurely or anything. Guys, guys, what accessory could Katsuji add that would make you guys get totally on board? Listen, accessories won't solve everything as... No, but if you had one of those beanies with the helicopter on the top, I'd be into it. See? See, it does. Just the right accessory could do anything. (laughs) It is hard to take him seriously while he's wearing reindeer antlers and a red nose. (laughs) Yeah. Pretty seasonal, fun. Yeah. Yeah, um, So the elimination challenge is all about Edna Lewis. So... Uh, you guys, how much did you know about Edna Lewis going into this challenge? Nothing, None. but I Buck love kiss. being taught. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought that was, it was just, I, it, it is an endlessly enjoyable to me when the show like has something to tell me that I didn't know before and then I can 
sop it up. It's great. And clearly this person was, uh, you know, just a, a tremendous influence on, on a region and, and, uh, and our nation. Our I nation, just, yeah. yeah, I so appreciated being schooled. What did yeah. you guys think? I really like this. Yeah, I love this episode. I I really so um I was just reading that uh Top Chef this this episode um uh so her cookbook was re-released um last year on oh. uh what would have been her 100th birthday. Oh. And uh ever since this episode aired, it's um it's sort of shot up the Amazon charts. Nice. And so cool. I yeah, I would um I would really like to read it, especially based on Shirley's description of it, like poetry. Um, I It probably has a lot of meat in it um, since it's Southern cooking. Yeah. And so I don't know if I would be able to cook a lot out of it, but I really enjoy reading cookbooks. Yeah, the, and so I'm, I'm excited page, to check this one out. There's one page we got an image of that had like a story and a picture, like a, not like I of mean, the that, food. Like that Amazon name. reviewer would be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> That all happened off the air, so not a great... Uh, oh, sorry. It's fun for us. Sorry to everybody listening. I... Yeah, but it had, like... It had images not of the food, but of, like, this is the house where I came up with this recipe, and there's, like, a picture of the house. It looked it looked really great. Um, the I think somebody referred to her as sort of, like, the Southern Julia Child, and I thought that was pretty helpful for me, kind of trying to understand her place in the Pantheon. I, I guess my frustration is not with was that I don't feel like I learned much about her from what the chefs learned about her. Right. Because it felt like every chef took away from her that they should cook whatever they were going to cook anyway, but also fried chicken. <laughs> and oh. that, that was a little frustrating. Like, uh, like I, I got something a little different than that. Yeah, me too. I felt like, well, so like Jamie was like, I'm going to go pick out based on what looks good at the market today because that's what she would have wanted and uh who which is like what they do every time and then um one of the chefs was like i don't think she ever used an immersion circulator but she definitely would have if she could have like uh, yeah it's like like a rorschach right i thought there was a lot about about honoring the flavors and like really like doing a good service to the product in sort of a a more southern spirit i guess that that sounds really vague but i i felt like it brought out some real clarity in a lot of the dishes. Some people really fell on their faces, but for the most part, I felt like people really got what they were trying to get out of the chefs for the challenge. I hear you. I mean, but I, I also hear Alex's point, which is like, well, she's really into honoring the ingredients and making tasty food. Well, yeah. And that's so many people said like honoring ingredients and like flavors. And I think one of our, let's see from, from the mailbag, which I won't play the song right now, Chris, but I will later. So buckle up. Um, but, uh, Danielle said, uh, when one of the diners went, Edna was really about flavor in her food. I rolled my eyes so hard. I imagine pretty much all chefs would like their food to be flavorful. And right. that's, that was the genericness that I felt like I'm, I, this is not to take anything away from Edna, and I would love to learn more about her. I just felt like people, not, not all chefs are good at talking about their food. And one of the things that they come back to every time is like, what I'm about is clean flavors, honoring the ingredients, but elevating it. You know, it just I just wanted to know. I just kept feeling like waiting for someone to tell me something more about her uh, than than that they had learned. And it was so vague. Yeah. Oh, man. How how big a header did you think Katsuchi was going to take by doing fried chicken and watermelon? We were so ready for him <laughs> to fail so hard. Oh and God. then it was such a surprise. And people were like, oh, actually, it was pretty good. Well, if it hadn't been good, he's racist and he has to go home. I think he just got by by making it really tasty. But it yeah. was like, that doesn't elevate it out of stereotype. Well, it's but he pickling. did because he took it an, into an unexpected place with an unusual treatment of the ingredient. 
which you know, uh, uh, yes. lucky yes. lucky guy. Yeah, yeah, but it, it wasn't. It, it wasn't like he was like, "Look, there's a stereotype about this, and I'm going to try to, wor- you know, show this other thing inside of it and move it." He was. He just like when they told him that he was like, "Oh, I didn't know. I guess I elevated it." Like he just. It just seemed like tone deaf, which is Katsuji's thing little, yeah, every time. Bit, yeah, uh, in some ways, for but, sure. But ever so, so that was pretty good, apparently. But so the the question is, why did we go from a vegetarian challenge to this chicken massacre? Like this was like a chicken grudge. Like like Ed, the one thing that we knew about Edna is that a chicken cheated on her at some point, and she just wanted as many <laughs> of them to die as possible. I think nine out of ten chefs cooked chicken. Yeah, Most of them was... fried. One of them pan fried. Well, yeah, yeah there was a lot of chicken of fry going on. Yeah. I think it has a lot to do with uh, comfort food and the idea of you know like Shirley had something where she was talking about the quick fire where like comfort food is comfort food. The fattier the better. So they wanted to add this you know. A lot of a lot of chickeny stuff. I also don't. I guess I've I've never looked at the quick fire and the main challenge as having to be the same. Like sometimes they're related, but sometimes they no. just happen in the same no, episode. No, no, no. So I don't evaluate yeah. them on like how much they honor each other. I just I mostly mean that as a joke for me emotionally. I just mean like we went from something that I liked so much to just like we hate we're, we cook chicken and we I cook chicken. I also cook chicken. I cook chicken today. Yeah, there's a lot of chicken. It, yeah, there was one pork belly. All... Oh, go ahead. Sorry, has, uh, you're just a little bit quieter, so I'm having I'm not quite hearing you at the beginning. But please tell us, uh, please go. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll lean in. Um, is it like is it I don't know, offensive? But like, is it weird to just like does it give a bad taste in your mouth to see all the chickens or or like or all the meat dishes? Usually, like, is that does it make you enjoy the show less, guys? Um, oh, come from a vegetarian standpoint. Oh no, I don't think so. I know. Um... I you know it's not top vegetarian chef yeah. and so I don't I don't worry yeah. about that too much now. I would you I watch think that for us, show. We, we don't. No, we wouldn't watch that show. We don't generally <laughs> like. It sounds like a bad show. Um, we don't generally like when it's like here's a picture. Here's like them taking apart the inside of an animal. We don't love it when there's like a pig face that's in a lot of scenes. That's hard for me. Um, last the the barbecue challenge last week was kind of rough. I guess my sauce all. Yeah, the song uh, and just the like, when he was like scraping those uh, those poop flavored glands off the pig's cheeks, that was pretty uh-huh. gross. You don't remember that Katsuji oh, yeah, put the, the yeah the head when he yeah. took the sauce oh, yeah, the head yeah, and the it pig made cheeks. the sauce yeah, the bad. Made the sauce yeah. a little sour, yeah, yeah, the beans, yeah, yeah. His pig face. I so those are a little hard for me. Normally, I don't mind though. My issue with the chicken is not that it was chicken. Uh, my issue is the just sameness. Like it felt like everybody did chicken. Yeah. It's like they're like, here's the book about Edna. Here's the page on fried chicken. And then they didn't get a chance to turn the page before they ran out of time. And well, so everyone was like, the thing I have to make is fried chicken. Well, if you look or, at the list or, of dishes, Alex, go ahead. Ask. And, oh, no. just and, and here's the duck. And oh, that duck was bad. Right. Well, that's true. The, <laughs> yeah, right. The duck was bad. <laughs> duck. Yeah. She chicken, made a chicken, chicken duck. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But looking at the list of dishes and, you know, just having watched the show <laughs> right before this, uh, they yeah. didn't really come off as too samey in terms of the end result i mean if you look at the ingredients yeah they all use chicken as the protein or a lot of them did but you had a lot of different looking dishes and a lot of different uh takes on it i thought i agree Mm -hmm. yeah the judges didn't mention the sameness it was just kind of weird when we were watching them present them all in a row like that that it was just yeah Yeah. the the other bottom fish was at the top yeah that's true the other the exception was that fried snapper that like they wet themselves talking about how that fish was fried yeah they were so impressed yeah think about how many well 
Oh, wait, maybe. Ez, think about how many fried fishes you've had in your life <laughs> and how often it is sort of not great. Greasy or a little soggy. Yeah, I'll think or... about it too. I'm done. Uh, <laughs> I mean, well, at least for my sake, I'm always just excited to get a fish. Like, just in just that, like, I don't, it's usually like, I'll order the fish if someone is treating me or if like someone's like, I don't usually bake a lot of my, a fish myself. And like, mm. even like a, even a over fried, like even a greasy fish, I'll be like, yeah, man, I got a fish. I should get more fish. <laughs> I, I hear you, brother. Yeah. It's yeah. from that old, it's that old, uh, that old saying, give a man a fish and you'll make his fucking day. <laughs> and he'll wonder what market price is. <laughs> AQ, what is that? <laughs> Yeah, I uh, so some other other highlights for you guys. Uh, I thought Jim seemed to do quite well with his consomme. He was worried whether it would oh, come yeah. out cloudy and stuff, but it it seemed like it came out pretty good. All those yeah. peas were under, so kept him out of the tops. Um, yeah. Let's see. I wanted, uh, yeah, we had a couple of people mention that they want were hoping for him to win too, and I thought from the edit today because we met his wife, so that usually means top or bottom. But they the elves are on to us, so they. We met his family and then put him in the middle. I just feel like there hasn't been a ton of of color around Jim. Like we haven't gotten a lot around like Jim's like character. What's he like? Other than just like Jim is a perky man who wears a bow tie sometimes. <laughs> yeah, uh, and has those glasses. But I love that story of like, oh, you know, I work in this governor's mansion. I'm cooking great food, but nobody besides the people who are specifically invited get to eat it. I really want to work yeah. in a restaurant. That's so adorable. Yeah. He's like Super a little cute. he's like a little toy that just like wants to be real. Just <laughs> <laughs> like so charming. And also he didn't have on his peas weren't under because he didn't have peas. Um what? Casey had peas. I'm Jim? almost positive. Oh no, he had an English pea salad with his stuff, and Tom oh. said the peas were undercooked in the yeah. uh, pea salad. Oh no. Yeah. But somebody else had peas in a broth, and I thought those peas were undercooked. But I guess I just made that up. Um, from the this is uh, last week, uh, Jay number one sent this sent along because we'd been wondering about what Jim's actual job entails, and Jay was kind enough to just Google it for us and copy paste into a comment. Oh, which thanks. We were doing to do so. Thanks. Bring the Google to us, and we'll definitely Here, let me read Jay it. number one that for you. <laughs> <laughs> as uh, as state chef, he has placed an emphasis on using the best local ingredients and has made strides to encourage support of local farmers and Alabama fishers. He uses position as ambassador of food. To promote Ooh. farmers markets and events that sort Alabama products. He is not only responsible for the daily preparation of the food for the first family, but he's also responsible for planning and preparing menus for events sponsored by the state. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I like a gym. It yeah. also sounds like a position that could be like catery or public relations y and then not that great of a chef. So the fact that he's as good as he is in this situation is very impressive. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky Alabama, I say for the first yeah. time. Okay. <laughs> yeah. First yeah. nation of chefs. Yeah. At least. Do we yeah. have a state? We, have, we haven't looked at this up yet. We should find out who our state executive chef is. We should, yeah. Mm-hmm. Know your state mm-hmm. executive chefs. And your state birds. <laughs> You'll learn a lot. <laughs> oh, man. Did you guys ever read that Slate column about how all the state birds are garbage? Yeah. This is one of... I mean, every Slate pitch is you guys are doing something wrong. Um, but this is, you guys are naming state birds wrong, but it's like three quarters of the birds are all, state birds are the same bird. And it's, it's like just, the Western Meadowlark is yeah, everyone's state everyone's bird. State bird <laughs> and it's yeah. not in half the states and it's a crappy bird. Anyway, I just love hearing someone who's so passionate and knowledgeable about something no one else cares about. It's very <laughs> Somebody's, fun. Montana's like, our state bird is this. And somebody in the crowd's like, no, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not my um, bird. So a uh, couple of the bottoms. So brooke for uh making a dessert maybe dessert salad which is weird 
Yeah, that yeah. Really, really got up in everyone's business in a bad way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that had the sun chokes in it, though. Yeah. Oh, I guess it had lemon pudding, which I guess that's pretty deserty. Lemon, mm-hmm. lemon and blackberry pudding, away. basically. Yeah. 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 It's too confusing. And then this um, is, I feel like this is the second time that Brooke has like gotten overzealous and overpopulated her recipe with things. Yeah. Is that totally. to every flavor I love yeah. on a single plate? Go. Yeah. Yeah. And then also on the bottom. Well, so Jamie might have been on the bottom because he was one plate short. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, he was one plate short. And also. Go. Oh, go, go. Go oh he, it also seemed like he had a lot of flaws with his dish, too. He did. He did. Although Padma was so upset about not getting a plate of food. And that feels like a weird mistake. Yeah. Not only are you under one plate, but there's like four chefs at that table who we didn't even get introduced to. Give one of them the empty plate. No, yeah. it's, it's, it's being a good was... host. Everybody who's like a guest at this thing got to eat it. And all the big name food judges. So like tom and gail and hugh all get to have it and padma's sure, so give, extra give, give hugh an empty plate what padma should serve padma first okay guys guys <laughs> you can eat just one bite on every plate and then we'll be fine so padma just needs to hover around right and just like yeah. just, just force <laughs> every padma single other just, plate you know, yoink somebody else's <laughs> undercooked beef that she probably yeah. didn't want to eat anyway yeah. i think uh, that really bothered me about her like handling of the missed a plate thing is that to my knowledge, nobody's ever been sent home on that kind of technicality. Like, yes, people right. get their hands slapped and sure, people get tisked at, but nobody's ever, it's never been like, well, this person like cooked a garbage fire and served it, but this person forgot to plate a grouse or whatever. <laughs> like, fire like, fire it's <laughs> never, it's never You're better off if you happened. had plated the grouse. Well, and so she was, <laughs> and she was like, oh, the, you know, that's a real no no. And I was like, yeah, but it's, there's no, there are no real repercussions. Yeah, you for might this. go to the bottom, but you've never been. Nobody's ever been. No sent one's been home sent that, home, right? and even on. I, don't, yeah. I mean, so I there are definitely people who've been sent home who forgot a plate, but it's when the rest of the plates tasted bad. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. not the one. Fire. Oh yeah, or a quick fire is an issue if you because you can't plate anything. If or, yeah. or like I guess last chance kitchen when she forgot that one ingredient to add it. Sure, um, sure. That's the kind of technicality. It was super unclear whether or not that that ingredient would have helped. Right. That right, too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this as far as the judging goes, this is I mean, this is like the the refrain of Pack Your Mics is what no matter what they say on, on the show, if the food's delicious, it wins. It does fine. If the food is not delicious, nothing can save it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All of I these things I just, are technicalities. I agree. I think I just I grow weary of the edit that's like, oh no. Yeah. Um it's sort of the second face plant of this episode. And so Casey was also on the bottom for her dumplings right no she no she, she was on the, the top who was yeah. well, who was on the bottom with them it was amanda um, emily and Brooke. Emily. Oh, emily yeah bad attitude was down there what was it what was her problem I don't uh remember. emily's she, problem was that the uh, livers were under seasoned um uh, yeah prepared in the fryer not pan fried which so it was just kind of like, heavy and took flavor well, was that i felt like they were all speaking in code about the livers and the pan fried because they were like are they pan fried and she was like i have to confess they are not well what, i think is that it could have been that uh, Edna was super into pan frying livers, or I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> the ghost know. of Edna would never let a liver into a deep fryer. I don't know fryer. enough about cooking livers to know if, like, you know, if really pan frying is that normally a bad thing? Butter, or I don't if... think of livers as like the most sturdy of product. So I would imagine mm-hmm. that treating them with a little bit more dignity than just like chucking them in a deep fryer would be like the way to play. Yeah, that's right. just my i mean i have not prepared a lot of liver in my life but that is just what i would say off the cuff and there are also some other flaws with her dish like um she had the blackberries on there but they were 
the, it was sweet, not tart. They were too sweet, yeah, and yeah. they didn't have the tartness of the blackberry to round it out. And oh, so, yeah, that was right. the sauce that was supposed to yeah. pair. But uh, so normally during judges' table, there's some ambiguity about who's go- having to go home. Mm-hmm. But when pa- Padma called Amanda out like a dog that had piddled on a rug, she like she she was like Amanda. Yeah, we both laughed when she so called her funny. name because we were like, oh my gosh, that's so... It was so hard. <laughs> it was like she was a child. Padma was pissed off at Amanda. I, but wait, did you guys think... I thought Amanda's plate looked bad. It did like, look bad. Yeah, it, also, look bad? it was too, just, too, too big a chunks of food. I, even I, Yeah, even I oh, was yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, the yeah. proportions on this are just monstrous. Like, this is terrible. What did she do? And they asked her if she like why she did that, and she she was she like stuck aggressively to her story that yeah, this was a good way to eat. I like when people use knives and forks to cut up the food into smaller food. I like yeah, knife like, and <laughs> forking. But she said something like that was like yeah. a thing that you subject diners to, and you want them to really appreciate your food. It's like I really love a good knife and fork on the table. Like what? <laughs> Like I really love it no, when I my diners have to off-road through my like barely prepared food. <laughs> I definitely underseasoned it on purpose because I love the experience of a diner salting the food for themselves them after they taste thing. it and go, huh? Yeah, just, yeah. You, just, you should just leave the ki- right, yeah. leave the diners into the kitchen, all right, and just like, <laughs> hey, I want you to experience of cooking your own meal, and I'll be there on the sidelines. <laughs> I mean, that exists. You're talking like there. That's the like. Uh, at home is that what that's called? Well, it's at home too. No, but it's like there's like the slappy cakes is a pancake restaurant here where they like you get the fun of making your own pancakes. That does oh, sound fun. What fun? So, <laughs> like the first and, one's never good. Right, yeah, and know. you have the ad, and, and it's for kids, so you have the added fun of watching your kid burn themselves for the first time in public. Oh, sure, yeah, <laughs> wrangling your kids through the pancake making experience outside the comfort of your own home, and then paying for it sounds incredible. <laughs> if that if that doesn't appeal to you, Tanya, wait till you get the best part. The hour lo- it's it's over an hour long wait every day. Oh, because yeah, I mean, go home, everyone. Right? <laughs> yeah, peak, peak Portland. Yeah, uh, what did you say? Although I yep. actually thought the most cutting uh, criticism on Amanda was definitely <laughs> Hugh, who was like, it's food. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, like, I like Hugh so much. I also like Hugh Wait. so much. Guys, guys, can we? Can I sidetrack for a second? I went to slappycakes.com and they have a five-step process of how to do it. Can you, can you guys guess what these five steps are? Make some pancakes, please. Wait in line. Nope. Uh, or batter. Oh, is one of them is one of the steps have fun because i'm just gonna leave uh, no it's not have fun you don't have to have fun at any point but you do have to do <laughs> yeah, so Chris, walk me through batter? the process because i don't know pancakes yeah. very well all right batter up is number one what what does that mean uh it's so like the baseball. powers of copywriting are strong that? with this one <laughs> okay <laughs> number two of this process is make pancakes Wait, <laughs> hang this on. It's a recursive list, so Wait. now you have to go back. All right, I feel like we just got a six months later title card. What happened? Number, number three is add fixins, okay? Number four is flip, all right? Uh-huh. And number five, can you guys guess that one? We just looked it up, so I know, but I'll let them. What, what is right. it? What is it? It is eat. Oh, you said God. have fun, Tanya, but it actually is add toppings and enjoy. Wait, so you hey. add toppings and then you flip it? So it cooks no, the, the no. toppings? 
Oh, it says add top. I assume they... Okay, so... It's not... It's the, fixins. The fixins are in three, and then five, you put, like, syrup on top after you... I, before you add. Fixins are, like, into then, right? the raw side of the pancake. Oh, right, so right. So if you're making, like, like a chocolate chip pancake, you yeah. put the chocolate chips on those the... those okay. chips. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. But mm. here's my problem is this is how to make pancakes. Step one, batter up. Step two, make pancakes, which means <laughs> step two has a sub list how this to make pancakes. Go back to step one, batter up. You know, on our long wait, right? Like, yeah, we've been battering exactly. up for the last hour. Yeah. <laughs> it takes forever. Also, I should say, looking at this website, it, it does make me want to eat pancakes. It looks really delicious. Uh, well, they have them all over the world. Monster. Let's get good looking photos. Um, for this. Anyway, uh, so. In the end, Amanda goes home for really pissing Tanya, or not Tanya, Padma off. Sorry. Well, you no, really pissing me off. <laughs> you are the Padma of the show as well. What? That can't I be. I, I mean, think? who else? <laughs> Wait, what? No, I, we can't discuss this right now. I'm too embarrassed. Moving <laughs> <laughs> on. Well, okay. So, so best dressed, most likely to have uh, hung out with Salmon Rushdie. Uh, but, but what, Tanya, what, what but name the, the, the did you just of... say? Is that like a food pun based Salman Rushdie? <laughs> no, I just, I can, I never, I, I started to salami say salami right. once. Is that the Smoked. same? <laughs> salami Rushdie. Did you eat in a rush? Usually uh, uh, salmon. Anyway, salmon. I feel, uh, who, who, who are you? Who's everybody else? I'm probably Tom, right? Oh, why do you get to be do Tom? Wanna, do you want to be, be Tom? Tom? Will it make you well, happy to be Tom? <laughs> no, I feel like, cause Tom is like. Because I'm hosting, and it's Tom's the executive producer, and I'm the executive producer. So of the you show. should be Padma, and also, well, and, Padma's the host. Well, but people like Padma, and they don't like Tom as much, and so I feel like I'm Tom. I love Tom. I like Tom. You Can know? I be Gail? I would love to be Gail. <gasps> Gail. Ezra is absolutely our Gail. You could definitely be oh, Gail. Gail. For sure, Gail. Most likely to be Canadian. Oh. I wait. I figured out. I'm the Blaze. You are the Blaze. Yeah, oh, popular in the not not so much anymore. <laughs> he's he's nearby, but also promoting cars. <laughs> All right, so uh, that brings us to Last Chance Kitchen, uh, hey. which was titled Duck. Sure, because yeah. they were cooking duck, and also um, that's the best pun they could have was just an exclamation point. Anyway, Amanda up against Sylvia. Sylvia, it seemed like rather easily beat uh, beat her in the duck challenge, well, even though they were she, her chosen it, ingredients. Yeah, she she had cooked duck once before, and so you know, yeah, even even unprepared with the, the duck practice, she still knew a lot about cooking duck. So I just felt comfortable in her hands. Sure. How did you guys feel about Sylvia while she was still uh, in the competition and not Last Chance Kitchen? I, I liked her a lot. I love that she's whenever she talks to the camera, it's sort of like she's going to tear the earrings out of your ears behind a club. <laughs> like she always seems so well, menacing. She tilts her head up. It's amazing. And it's yeah, she I love like it. she's sort of staring you down a little bit. Chin first yeah. is her method of talking to a camera. She's great nostrils, right? Oh man, she's just so powerful every time. I, I just I always feel intimidated, but also like exhilarated. It's cool. yeah, well turned on. Yeah. No. I no? Okay. I like her a lot. I like. Um, I also really like her relationship with the tall guy, Sam. 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 I keep wanting to call him CJ. He's also tall, but uh, Sam. I like that the two of them are having so much fun. Probably in the Last Chance Kitchen house while this is all going on. Yeah, they um, seem like pals. 
but also like kind of squirrely about their relationship so maybe yeah. more than pals yeah yeah mm. i think they're probably i think there's a little bit of an olympic village going on behind back there in the top chef house with the two of Those them guys go through a lot of condoms the olympic that's village. what i've heard yeah what um the olympic village not the top chef house. i was like what are you saying where yeah, are you getting your intel? Who well, is I mean, circulating rumors about the Last Chance Kitchen Top Chef house? Yeah, we've seen the chefs run 30 feet. They're not. <laughs> uh, so that, anyway, uh, Sylvia wins. We we still like Sylvia. And that brings us. guys are still doing this? There's no the mailbag, we you guys. We live in a fallen world, indeed. <laughs> Chris, I, I will have. I think you might be enjoyed. You might enjoy now, or, or knowing, or it might make you enjoy it less. That the, our enjoyment for the song faded without you here to hate it. <laughs> Where did it come from? Why does it? Why does it? How does it? Why? I was looking for good? new song, new sounds for the ding for mailbag. Yeah. And when you <laughs> search YouTube for ding. You sometimes find this song. <laughs> sometimes find uh, purely, perfectly formed gems like that. Yes, one. exactly. Um, anyway, so much good stuff in the mailbag today. We've covered a few of them already. Um, Katie on Twitter sent us a bunch of great stuff that we talked about already a little bit. Uh, Katie's really hoping for Jim's victory. Um, nice. And also, why did everyone cook chicken, which we discussed. Yeah. Um, but uh, she also added, by the way, the shirt Amanda is wearing in her exit interview is from Target. I used to have it. Oh, oh, nice. Oh. That's amazing. <laughs> I just enjoy that so much. It is so fun. Oh, uh, oh, actually, in a somewhat related note, Tanya, we have a special request for you uh, oh, from Bridget on Facebook. I just, no, what? I just want Tanya to talk about Sam's vest in last year. Oh, his, his red, uh, uh, he cut oh, off the sleeves off that red denim shirt. Oh, yeah. Very unexpected, Sam. Why did he do that? <laughs> what happened? What happened there? And like, it's never commented upon, even like by no. him. No. I don't. I mean, I understand. It's that and the the stoner socks. Yeah. yeah. Like, I understand that he has a passion for the gun show. We get it. Like, good job, I guess. But also, just don't do that. <laughs> I like to think that shirt has got like a separate part-time job in a field and got in a thresher accident, but still went back to his day job See, working okay, on Sam's chest. Okay, that's what that shirt wants you to think. And in, in actuality, <laughs> that shirt has never done a hard day's labor in its life. That weird red chambray unholy... <laughs> union <laughs> like i don't know maybe i drive a truck but probably i just do reps at equinox because i'm a dumb shit yeah like, he wrote a fixie on. down bedford once like, yeah <laughs> come oh, on sam no no um oh there you go uh, uh, Dan yeah there you go bridget it happened bridget. uh uh, danielle on facebook said uh probably for the best that amanda went home she just seemed really uh out of it and uh, her food seemed bland and lacked passion. Agreed. I wanted to bring that up. What do you guys think of that, first of all? It seemed, seemed like out of it, yes. She, yeah, it seemed like this was really hard for her personality. Well, and for <laughs> her personally, like, I just feel like she came to this at a time when, like, returning to any kitchen would have been kind of stressful and, like, fraught with some self-doubt. And this was, you know... A, a weird way to accentuate that by being like or under a time limit and on camera yeah. like yeah it seems like oh no maybe take a take a time where you're i don't know just like cooking yourself some soup a few nights a week first yeah I like that yeah I, way, like like if you're trying to get back in the game like go back in the 
in the game where like you can get publicly humiliated. I think that's like, it's, like high stakes, and I like it. Um, <laughs> is, is, I can, uh, yeah, I don't know. I can admire that, right? Yeah, I guess. I, the other thing that frustrates me is that there's so many amazing chefs in the world who this would be a great opportunity to grow their career and show off what they do that to have somebody who's like i don't really cook much anymore uh yeah. just feels kind of like, like you're taking up a spot from someone who's moving forward um it's not see. a lottery i mean she auditioned against a bunch of other people and they picked her to come back yeah but at the yeah. same time this is a uh, part of the early season transitioning to the mid-season where you get rid of people like that totally totally i guess, yeah i guess i don't mean that's like on her that's more on the producers like why did you pick her for this audition who didn't seem like she even wanted to be here i guess and in that spirit i agree like we already have a back injury story so maybe we don't need to. <laughs> well they didn't know when they started the season that that sheldon's back was gonna uh jenga on them <laughs> oh, no. oh no oh that's such a specific visual <laughs> it's not great uh also on facebook uh jane had a bunch of comments here um oh jane uh i really i'm really sad we didn't get to see half the quick fire attempts agree mm-hmm. um uh, sheldon didn't even know what tuna casserole was yeah did we see what sheldon ended up making oh wasn't that the crumbly things or was that the chicken pot pie that got the crumbly things on? that was the chicken pot yeah, pie we did not see pie. sheldon's quick fire yeah, and we didn't and see like- shirley's at all and as far as like fake vegetarian versions of stuff, uh, fish is a really weird one. You can put some seaweed in there. It kind of gives it. Yeah, you give little... it a seaweedy flavor. You guys, yeah. all right. I'm gonna pull a bit of recipe for tuna casserole. What can you guys get? How many how many ingredients do you think you guys can get? Uh, five. Uh, okay. Jeez. All right, Chris. Anyone? Name five ingredients. If any of these are wrong, you're gonna have to pack your mics and go. Can I play two? Yeah. yeah. Do you want to name okay. five as well, or do you want? Okay. Well, you want said... tuna? Okay. Megan. Yeah. Oh, not that's not tuna. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> like egg noodles. I yeah, I was gonna go egg noodles. Okay, uh, yeah. Chris. Cream. Yeah, I feel like there's got. I mean, I feel like people would make it at home with like cream of mushroom soup or something. Oh man, yes. Megan uh, <laughs> got that. Man, Ezra, you are so fun as a judge. <laughs> <laughs> like. You had the same reaction to her guessing cream of mushroom soup that you had to receiving a fish. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, that feels like you know, make it, Megan being right is like me getting a free fish. Yeah. <laughs> it's just as good. Okay. Okay. So, cre- controversial ingredient. Soup. Uh, crispy fried onions? Oh. Not on this one. I think you'd accept that, but there's a different, there's a different texture that, that I'm looking for. Uh, Megan mm-hmm. with a chance to steal. Hmm. Hmm. Green beans? Uh, not on this one. Uh-huh. No, I was looking for potato chips. Oh. oh. Whoa. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. Get them ruffles. Yeah. <laughs> oh, do you? I feel like those are going to sog up real fast. Uh, I think you may put them on at the very end. I'm not really sure. Yeah, you, you, can, you, put them, like, you can crumble them up, put them on the, at the very end. Mm-hmm. I was going to go kettle or like maybe Tim's Cascade if you're northwesty yep and you can't get kettle on the hog like they're not they're barely touching the bottom parts so it's it's all right kettle Um, is north pacific northwest also and so much better than tim's cascade that it's embarrassing whoa i don't we will have to take this offline I love kettle chips so much. I like Tim's Cascade, but I like kettle chips are so good, and everybody who's like now come out of the woodworks to impersonate them is frustrating to me because they're not. You don't want more versions of it. I do. I want, but but like 
like do something good add to the formula don't be like this is lay's crappy version of that but aren't they owned by like the so it was a local company here in the portland oregon area act technically from salem and it got bought by pop secret oh pop secret let's see they're online now um but still that's just an american success story and that just means our awesome local chips are now available in other parts of the world and they're so good it changed the way chips are done <laughs> changed the whole chip cattle, game? Don't they? well no. so one of the things they do that i love is when they when they uh, chip the potatoes instead of just having a slicer, they have this round uh, device that has slicers all around it. So the potato <laughs> bounces around and gets sliced at weird angles. Oh, that's cool. And that's why they have so they're like a variety of sizes and shapes. But that's like a worst thing to get trapped in. We can agree, right? Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> regular shredder. I don't know. Both of those. Know, Give me bounces. I got a chance to get out of there. Doing a number <laughs> on your calf muscle. Don't ask me how your calf got in there. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, this this is what happened to Sam's sleeves, and look how they turned out. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, they did do a day of work in their life. So Jade continues, uh, though my overall feeling on the quick fire is um, instead of vegetizing meat dishes, I wish the chefs would just out- create or elevate interpretations of comfort foods that are already vegetarian. For example, grilled cheese, apple pie, mac and cheese, baked ziti, mm. mashed potatoes, waffles, pancakes, potato salads, etc. Wait, 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 wait. That, but all one dish. Super <laughs> <laughs> dish. I mean, one of the things that we talked about last week is that like a lot of comfort foods when that are, that should be vegetarian are frequently made not vegetarian, like like uh, oh this is delicious mac and cheese. Sorry, we put bacon bits in it that you can't even taste just for fun, just so you can't eat it. Yeah, I although I do think that we've that. we've started to we started to uh, exit the bacon mist of yeah you know, 2012. <laughs> As a non baconer, I'm super happy about that. Yeah, uh, and as somebody who likes guy? bacon on its own, no, I'm never super excited that, that it's going to stop being tastelessly added to things that I didn't need it in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's something like flavorful to something bland. It's still something bland. Tom Colicchio. <laughs> I don't know. Salt's pretty flavorful. You add to a lot of stuff to make it less bland. Take you that, Tom. Fight Tom on this. <laughs> Come on, Blaze. Let's go, Tom. Yeah, <laughs> the Blaze of this podcast. Um, <laughs> Also, Jane adds, I'm not a vegetarian, but I'm tired of the whole jaw drop whenever a vegetarian challenge appears every season. There are tons of comfort foods that are vegetarian. You can stop making it seem like it's so bizarre. Yeah. True. Great point. No, that is a well well put. Well put. Um, Also, a friend of the show, I I guess family of the show, relation of the show, my sister um, sent me. I know her. Yeah. Yeah. she sent me an article about, uh, uh, from, oh man, what were we talking about last week, Megan? The grain? Sorghum. Oh. Sorghum. About sorghum, sorghum mm-hmm. uh, that it really is taking over. It was like the, one of the top food trends to look for this year before we started seeing it pop up on this show. So they've, they keep doing it on this show, but not really talking about it. But Chris and Tanya, have you guys had sorghum in stuff? Probably. I don't think I've specifically ordered something where sorghum was like on the menu about it. So I'm not sure that I have actually. Megan, have you you have you have experienced some sorghum? Yeah, I when I um, was living in Botswana as part of my study abroad, um, it was a grain that was used in cooking a lot. So I've I've had sorghum there. That was quite a long time ago, though. Yeah, yeah. Anything you'd well, like to share about sorghum that we should know? I just think of it as. I, I honestly have no thoughts on it other than that it sounds kind of weird. It sounds a lot like sour gum. 
It does. I, I, that's what I was going to say, is I don't know anything about it, but I would have assumed it was a gum. It feels like this is rife for like a, a, a Chilean sea bass style yeah, let's rebranding. Let's rebrand this, guys. What's the new name of sorghum? Yeah, I think we got to rebrand sorghum. Mm-hmm. African it sticky used, grain. It was used in sour porridge, but I don't know. I think oh. it does have like a sour taste to it, but I think there was also some other sourness that was added to the sour porridge to make it really sour. Ooh. Would you guys accept quinoa too? The squeakquel? <laughs> <laughs> Only if it's also called the squeakquel. Okay. <laughs> the squeakquel. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe we'll buy some sorghum and make it and then we will not love it and then we will feel um, bad. I feel Whole like Foods someone's going to Google this for us and send it to us. That's well, what just, I So Julia had sent us a thing about sorghum. I just, we have now we have to make it. Well, also, I was looking through, um, Hugh has a cookbook um called the broad fork uh yeah. that um that focuses on southern cuisine and i was flipping through it the other day and i noticed that he uses a lot of sorghum like sweetener yeah um, like syrups and this stuff is the other like confusing that. thing is it's oh. like if i heard of corn syrup before i heard of corn it's like i i've heard of, of sorghum as a sweetener and so to be like it's also the grain everyone's using now it was just hard for me to wrap my brain around so sure. right. that's yeah, why this I, is all been more informative i just like i hear it and i'm like okay like in the same way that i hear xanthan gum and i'm like well i guess you can win a challenge with it once <laughs> you win many challenges it's just they're different kinds right why did katsuji just have xanthan gum yeah, that was That's a, a great question. Maybe it was in his like backpack of like like uh, extra bring stuff. this stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta have that Xanthan. Weird that you did that and not truffles. Uh, remember well, how sure. John just saved the day with truffles, saved oh, his own yeah. ass with truffles on episode one. True. Yeah. true. Right. That's true. Speaking of John, uh, one last thing from our mailbag. Jen on Twitter asks, "Why is John always hating on Silva? Just because you haven't heard of a food doesn't mean it's not a thing." Yeah, mm. that was the uh, was Satan. Yeah. I think it was Satan. John seemed really upset at the existence of Satan. Are you sure that was John or was that It Katsuji? was definitely John. It was, it was John? Okay. Also, the dish wasn't good though, right? Yeah, the dish was on the bottom of the quick fires. Uh, right. I've never had Satan that I've liked. Yeah, I have yet oh, to have I, good Satan. We've had oh, some we good had so Seitan. much good Satan. Yeah. Really? Oh, wow. Satan wings. Oh, my God. Uh, there's a restaurant in Denver that I go to every time I'm there that makes Satan buffalo wings, which are, and I, I love buffalo sauce, can't eat chicken. Who doesn't? And so I, I'm always looking for good buffalo wings. And the best by far I've ever had are Satan wings at City O City in Denver. They are so delicious and just a great texture. And they, uh, oh, it's great. I've never I had good texture. Faux lamb curry oh, thing yeah. that had Satan instead of lamb that was really good. And I've made it myself before. It's kind of, in, it's, it, that didn't turn out well, <laughs> but it was <laughs> it was really fun to make. It's basically um, like um, it's just super bread. It's, it's just, wheat wheat gluten. Yeah, it's, yeah, wheat it's gluten. like a really intense wheat gluten. Um, it, yeah, it's like you messed up bread and then we're like, but it's actually kind of like lamb. <laughs> oh, that's not how it was when I ate it. <laughs> it's not kind of like anything good. I promise. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, well, I mean it's probably like tofu and one of those things that you know you just have to cook it correctly and yeah. uh, season it well to make sure. it taste good yeah i mean yeah. until we s- learned how to cook tofu properly we thought tofu was not good i mean it's oh see my worst experiences with tofu were nothing compared to my bad experience with seitan like it was so <laughs> it was very offensive and it was in a dish called seitan surprise and it was <laughs> yeah that had a lot of problems with that yeah Anyway, so be, you, I, I definitely think it's fine to be cautious with seitan, just like I d- would not recommend tofu to many people. But when it's done well, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure the same thing is true of quinoa, too, the squeakquel. I just haven't had it yet. 
Mm. Mm -hmm. But I'll keep my eyes out for it, as all of you should. Um, That brings us to the end of the show. You guys, any final thoughts before we... Anything dangling from before, especially you guys who just binged? You missing? got any dangle to your hangle? (laughs) I don't like that. Uh, I mean, it's cold here, guys. (laughs) Now I'm even more against it. It's cold here, huh? It's it's cold here, too. Yeah? Cold everywhere, you guys. I'll fight you. Wow. Being away makes us aggressive. It's uh yeah that that Arctic thunder that's happening, but also the Pineapple Express. It's a weird time in. Um, Ooh, those sound like some drinks I would order. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. both of those sound like they're pretty good milkshakes. Yeah. yeah, sure. Um, I I guess I am curious. Like, do you guys do you guys have uh top people yeah, at the who, outset? Who are the like, current who favorites? Are the, who are the favorite favorites? I feel like uh, the show is Brooks to lose. Yeah, I think she. she I like a lot of people, but I do think it feels like Brooke is cooking on a level above everybody else. Well, she's she's done so many dishes that have been like seem like they're absolutely amazing, but yep. she did have those two where she just like totally missed, which was really interesting. Yeah, she's having a bit of a wobble right now, which is okay. Yeah. This is an okay time in the trajectory of the show to have a wobble. I just I feel oh, like really? I don't want it to like hit her confidence centers because we haven't even restaurant wars yet. True. Oh, is that coming up? What I mean, not, it's eventually. not next episode, but it it should be eventually. I think it's a couple weeks away. Um, I yeah, I I think even when they didn't like her thing today as being desserty, the way they talked about it was like, Brooke. Sometimes in your quest for perfection, you miss slightly. <laughs> like as opposed to it was like Amanda something something something. Get in here now. <laughs> <laughs> if I've told you once, I've told you a thousand times. Yeah. It just felt like it feels like Brooke is just doing some is like working at a level that they they are like even the judges seem slightly in awe of. So I think she's got a great shot at it. I love. I mean, I would never count out Shirley or Sheldon. I love both of them. Oh man, I'm uh, such um, a Shirley fan. Oh yeah, I yeah. Think Shirley makes great. Oh. Shirley. I think yeah. so. I could be wrong, guys, but I think I don't think no matter what, I don't think I could have a bad final three at this point. Ooh. Yeah, there really isn't anybody that I'm, I would be like Ooh, super love- annoyed okay. about. As your final three are. Oh wait, Emily though. John. Emily, <laughs> Emily, John, Katsuji. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Wait, wait really? Wow. As well, have I'm, you like, been meditating lately? What's happening? <laughs> I have been. Um, That's good. But, headspace. Uh, but, headspace. Yeah, headspace is great, guys. I love it. Yeah. Chain my life. Um, they had a. They had a. Uh, I, I, like I, I did the the head thing, and they had like a deal for it. So yeah, it's a great. <laughs> it, it helps you sleep also. Sleep makes you not care what happens on Top Chef. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, like I, honestly, if 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 John, I would like to have a John and Katsuji finale. I, I would like, oh. it bummed me out if like what? if don't yeah. do that. <laughs> I think it'd be really interesting. They are listening as <laughs> okay. How about it. this? It's Can't John, they have a finale in Last Chance Kitchen? <laughs> it's John Katsuji, Sheldon, Emily finishes fourth. Sheldon goes out on medical, bringing Emily back in. Ooh. Oh, Aww. wait, wait. Who comes back on last chance? That's the other thing. Yeah, whoever finished fourth, right? Usually. Most of the time. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, that one's it, not I, great. So, but, but like, I mean, those Emily are my bottom three. That probably, right? Like, what? Emily would have had to cook her ass off for the last, like, whatever, four challenges. And, like, yeah. like you, can't, you can't, I don't think you can fluke your way in that from that far back. I mean, it's happened many times. But yeah. it's hard. That would, yeah, that would be rough, rough stuff. I, I'm, I'm counting on just like the increasing difficulty of the show to knock out a bunch of those folks. Unfortunately, yeah. but I think, but, uh, I think Silva. 
is is a strong contender. I think uh, Jamie is a strong contender. Jim, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would love. I think my dream would be Brooke, Shirley, Jim. That'd be my favorite finale in that order. Probably finishing in that order, but I just mean the three of them cooking for the finals. Because yeah. then I wouldn't be unhappy with anybody losing. Because like then it would be like whichever one, like you're all good enough, and whoever cooks the best meal that day wins. But it's no shade to anybody else. Yeah, but, I like that too. But I would just enjoy watching the three of them cook at the end more than anything. Oh, we didn't even mention Sheldon's hat. I want Sheldon to stay in. Oh, yeah. Keep hat. on. Yeah, find the hat. the hat thing where whenever he's at Whole Foods, he finds a different lady's sun hat to wear. Grabs as he walks in runner. this episode. They didn't even talk about it. We just saw him in a lady's sun hat. <laughs> not worth mentioning on. Yeah, it's great. I do I do like a, a not commented upon thing like that. Yes. When it's not your terrible shirt, you know, I'm into it. Yes. All right. Uh, does anybody else have any anybody you'd push for for the finals besides that? Megan? I mean, I'm I'm a Casey fan too. Yeah, I think she's super I solid. Why, and I, yeah. What? What? I like it. she because food is just so cool, guys. I really like that line. That she I love that. I just I don't know. I just like yeah. her confidence, and I like that she's she's just you know she's an animal sometimes. Like she just like really knows her stuff and makes it happen and i I like that about her and i think like well like so i think she and um john have kind of already gotten what they wanted to out of the season like i think they've already like like i think they're already in better shape than 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 when they were eliminated last time around oh yeah that's Mm -hmm. a good point that's totally true well true no casey was casey went pretty far in her season i think she went fairly far i think she was second and she said like if i don't win it means i did worse but i think she's proven herself enough as like a, a solid force i'm sure she'd like to go out of the way but i think she would she would come out of this looking good and that's same, same thing with true with john now if john went out now if he'd gone out first episode it would have been really embarrassing but i think he could leave now without any embarrassment yeah 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 i don't know i just i think sometimes and i'm not saying that this is the only kind of chef that i like but i do like a chef with a lot of confidence that makes me feel confident in them yeah um mm-hmm. it's a nice refresher from like oh, i don't know i don't know i don't know oh i guess i won like because mm-hmm. sometimes that makes me feel well tired. so uh you can always send us mailbag stuff on facebook uh at uh, facebook.com slash pack your mics on twitter at pack your mics and at pack and what i would love this week is send us along or by email podcasts at read-weep.com. Send us your 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 dream three and your nightmare three for the finals. I'd love to hear Ooh, it. I like that. <laughs> yeah. And whatever you say, Ezra's going to go, that'd be fun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, I, I just, at this point, like, I, 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 I would have been... It'd be crazy for anyone to get in that I wouldn't be okay with at this point. Because mm-hmm. they either would have, like, done really differently than I've seen them do before, or, like, they would have been somewhere I already liked. So I, I, I have less of a problem now. Also, while you're sending that in, um, just, you know, make a friend. Give a man a fish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah make his yeah, darn day. Like Hi, a man, the special of the day. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I had canned tuna fish for lunch, and it was fantastic. Yeah, oh, man. More fish. This happens, like, every, like, six months for me. I'm like, oh, I should have more fish. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, and, and quickly, too, because we're almost out. Yeah, so, I know. Get yours. Especially with tuna. Get your tuna before there are no tuna left. Your yeah. grandchildren will not know what that is. Hmm fish <laughs> yeah but do you know do you know what quagsteins are this is fun yeah see that's what happens <laughs> are you saying goodbye to my riff again no i was just i was just singing a song about how fun this is <laughs> all right well uh as the blaze of the show it's my responsibility to tell you chris pack your mics what yeah, oh, sorry. Man. That, uh, I just got back. I know, but the fried onions thing is just really bad. Ugh.
No, we eliminated him when he wasn't here. Uh, we well, I love that like, you, you didn't look to anyone else who was on the show with you. You just like were like, Chris, somewhere yeah. out there, you're eliminated. Um, Wherever you are. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> As if a, a, a good run was had and then was suddenly cut short. <laughs> yep. All right, we'll talk to everybody next week. Thank you, Ez, uh, and no Sarahs. Thank you for being back, Chris and Tanya. It was such a delight to talk to you guys. Yay. So delicious. Thanks for uh, living in this apartment with me, Megan. Uh, it's my pleasure. Yeah. I hope so. Uh, <laughs> all right. We'll talk to everybody next week. Uh, hopefully this place just once. Bye. Faster? It says it's playing. It's not playing. God. Thank you, Kyle. Thank Why you, Kyle. God damn it. I did so well on the intro. Is it just that you front-loaded it with a bunch of silence so it wouldn't repeat? It's still playing the intro. Is it still playing the silence part? It says it's playing and nothing's happening. Oh. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>